G'day trail runners, welcome to episode 21 of the Trail Runners Experience. I'm your host, Coach Daniel Ferrugia. On today's episode, I talk with enthusiastic and inspiring trail runner, Emma McIntosh, about her passion for outback trails, dealing with injury and living the dream, chasing the best trails all over Australia. Now, before we jump into this episode, I just wanted to remind everybody of this sweet deal that I have going with Infinite Nutrition. Infinite make probably the best sports nutrition on the market. Um, you can actually go on their web- website, um, which is infinitenutrition.com.au, and buy your next bag of Infinite and get 10% off just by putting in the discount code DRU. That's discount code DRU uh, at the checkout. And yeah, so go and check it out now and give Infinite a go. All right, let's get into episode 21 with Emma McIntosh. And welcome to episode 21. This I'm sitting here on a beautiful balmy spring night with Emma McIntosh. Whose name I think I've spelled incorrectly. Is that right? <laughs> yeah, no, that's right. Okay. M-A-C. How you going, Emma? <laughs> I'm good. How are you, Dan? <laughs> Great. Um, yeah, so thanks for inviting me to your home. Um, it's very nice to uh, chat with you and talk about all things running. And so, yeah, how have you been? Good. Not too bad. At the moment, I'm a bit sidelined with running. Sidelined. Okay. Yep. So, fill us in. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so we're probably looking at about six to seven weeks ago now, I first rolled my ankle, did it a few more times and it just hasn't gotten better. So now I am on six weeks rest because I've just got a few little tears in there. Yeah, that sucks. (laughs) Yeah. And so how are you coping with that? Okay. Um, I thought I would be worse, but it's not too bad. I'm now getting the itch to start running again, but it's. All right, I can do other things, so I'm getting on. Yeah, all right. But it's um, it must be frustrating because you've had a pretty a pretty solid year with running, mm-hmm. and um, so yeah, like just this we're not, we're only we're in November, getting mm-hmm. towards the end of the year, and you've done quite a lot of running this year. Yeah. And in the last twelve months, you've really um, um, you've really stepped up your running yeah. too. <laughs> and I think that's um, it's it's noticeable. And I mean, I've known you for a few years, but definitely noticeable you've gotten mm-hmm. a lot faster and you're running a lot more consistently so yeah what's happened before yeah. prior to your injury so tell me about this year in your yeah. running yeah this year i guess i don't really know what happened to be honest like i got a coach towards the end of last year so i, I did a few weeks block with blake host from geelong he runs with the north face and then this year it just seemed to kick in. I wanted to do my first 100 kilometer race and everything just went really well. I've stuck to the training programs and just felt good and it just paid off really. Excellent. Um, yeah, Blake is, um, I only know him by reputation. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, he's he's um, an incredible runner as well. And he I know he has the course record for the Buffalo Yes, stampede marathon. in down in bright <laughs> the marathon and i know it was on a year where they ran from bright to the, the summit yeah which is the harder way to do it yeah and they still can't beat that record <laughs> going four hours under four hours <laughs> with how many meters of elevation several thousand and it's yeah an unbelievably fast time 
for an unbelievably steep course. Mm-hmm. So, um, and so he obviously, he, I don't know anything about him as a mm-hmm. coach, but if he can, if he's taken some of what he can yeah. do as a runner and yeah. pass that on, he must be doing something all right. Yeah. yeah. I knew Blake prior before him coaching me. And so I think that's where it really worked that we knew each other as friends beforehand. And I was his first kind of official athlete, I guess you could say. And so it was kind of a learning curve for the both of us. But I trusted him and I just did what he said, basically, and knew that if I didn't do it, I'd cop it a little bit. So it worked really well. Accountability. Yeah, I guess so. Absolutely. I he saw the potential in me I guess that I could get a little bit better because I was always just happy plodding along and then straight away I saw a bit of improvement and so then I thought well I can probably improve more from this as well and it just kept rolling and worked really well yeah oh that's awesome to hear Mm. and so I mean you're still working with him yeah Yeah. at the moment um we've just got a break while I'm not running yeah but come back in probably December January I'll get him to do my coaching yeah. Again, because, yeah, obviously I've enjoyed it and it's worked, so I'm going to stick with it. That's good. So you seem like you're coping with the um, the, the mental side of, the, of <laughs> being out of action reasonably well, yeah. which is better than most people. I know yeah. most runners, myself included, who climb the walls and get yep. <laughs> super depressed and you know, start writing like depressing songs or poetry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're not doing any of that stuff? Not yet. <laughs> I think because I have had such a big and successful year, um, I, I didn't have any races planned for the rest of the year either. So I'm not stressed about trying to be fit for anything. Yeah. So it's probably, if there's going to be a good time to get injured, I would say it's now. Yeah. <laughs> that's great. That's, yeah. <laughs> seriously, like that is a total glasses half full kind of yeah. attitude. So well done. <laughs> I might have to take notes on that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, um, yeah. Or, I mean, so, yeah, and it's unfortunate because the injury was not like an overuse injury. No. It was just an unfortunate Just action. rolled an ankle. Yeah. Pretty much. So I think they're the, the most frustrating injuries. Yeah. Like an overuse injury, you can almost, like, well, maybe I was overdoing it. Oh, yeah. Clearly I was overdoing it, but yeah. So, yeah. Um, all right. So that sounds um, like you're doing so well. Um, yeah. And, and yeah. It's, um, um, so I want to talk more about what you're, you're running this year, but. Can we go back in time a little further? Definitely. To um, to when you were junior. Yeah. Where, where, did, all, where did Emma McIntosh's running story <laughs> begin? <laughs> I was about eighteen. Yeah. I was not a fit or sporty person really throughout high school. Um, my first job, I worked with Bronwyn Young, and yep. her and her partner Danny, kind of just talked me into running. I used to see them going out every day for a run, and I used to think, what the hell. And then just eventually I was like, there must be something to this. So I started to go out for a couple of jogs and then eventually Bron um, convinced me to try a 5K fun run and did that, loved it, did a 10K, did a half maras and then I was doing road maras within 10 months, I think. Wow. Yeah. Um, not fast, plotted along, but I did my first... It's all relative. Yeah, definitely. Fast is relative. First Melbourne Marathon, I was 19, and then six weeks later, I did the Honolulu Marathon in Hawaii. Oh, wow. Yes. How awesome. It's convenient. We were doing a family holiday. I got on Google and saw Honolulu Marathon was on, so conned Dad into doing that one for me. So and, and that was, that was six, great. six weeks later? After Melbourne, yeah. And, and did you um, go better or worse? Worse. Um, <laughs> granted, there was 30,000 people at Honolulu. Yeah. Um, it was probably the one day it rained completely while we were there oh wow unfortunately yeah so 
Granted, I was a rookie. I don't think I yeah. was recovered very well, but like I was there, I was doing it. Well, it was absolutely. a good experience, though. Definitely, yeah. yeah. It was just amazing to see so many people out there on the roads, and they yeah. have a twenty-four hour cutoff, so people for a marathon. For a marathon, yeah. So people weren't really running it. As that is such. a very generous cutoff time. Yes, it is. It's. I think they just want to get like numbers in the participation because it's yeah. just before Christmas. Yeah. So there's uh, decorated with heaps of uh, Christmas decorations and blow-ups and that kind of thing along the way. So it's pretty oh, unique. Amazing. It's a bit yeah. different, yeah. You can, you can quite literally run a, run 10Ks, have a sleep, go, like, go back to bed, have a sleep, then jump back on. Pretty much. Oh, my God. Yeah, like I was yeah. finished and we're sitting out on the balcony watching everyone still rolling yeah. in like hours so later. It's like a big party. Yeah, like, kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, awesome. Oh, gee, mm. I'd love to do, I'd love to go to Hawaii and maybe, you know, and um, that's the, how good is like the whole concept of the runcation? Like yeah. The, Just what I do a lot these days. Yeah, I know. <laughs> that's how do. I plan everything. You have the most, uh, <laughs> like I get so much FOMO looking at your yeah. Insta- Instagram. You, you know, like you got the running Instagram um, photos <laughs> down. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's so good. You're like you're up in the Alps or wherever. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like where is she this week? Quite frequently, yes. Yeah. And that's great. I mean, you're, you're young. You don't have. Yeah, do it mm-hmm. now while you, before you. Yeah. To get. That's what they all told me, yeah. and that's what I keep doing. So yeah. I'll do that as long as I can. Um. So do you have, have you got a favorite place that you've sort of run for fun? Like. Um. Well, that's a tough one. A favorite place. Okay, I'll, I'll keep it simple. In Australia. In Australia. In Australia. I quite like desert running. I'm very partial to the Larapinta Trail in Alice Springs. I also love our Flinders Ranges through here. But then at the same time, I love Halls Gap and Bright. They are yeah. some of my favourite places and the ones I go to the most as yeah. well. I've never been to Halls Gap and I know it's not that far. I know yeah. it was on the agenda mm-hmm. the last time we went down to Bright. But yep. We sort of ran out of time and... Um, I think uh, it, it looks pretty amazing, yeah. and, and I'd like to do the Wonderland yes. Trail one day, and yeah. um, the race there. And have you well, done? You've done that one? I haven't. No, mm. I've done sections of the course, but um, yeah. next year I hope to get down there. Um, I have a few friends there now, and it's just one of the most underrated places in Australia, I reckon. What, what sort of elevation are you looking at around that area? Um, like, is it as high as sort of around Bright? Or? No, I think, well, the highest peak is Mount William, which I think just cracks a thousand metres above sea level. Oh, okay. Um, it's just very technical running. It's very rocky. So like for 15K, you could be looking at an hour and a half to two and a half hours really because of the type of terrain it is. Yeah, right. So, yeah, it's just lush, easy, quiet Oh, it's, I do love it beautiful there. Beautiful scenery. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, I, um, <clears throat> yeah no, I've heard good things about it. And the Wonderland one, you've got to actually qualify for it. I don't think it's yeah. hard to qualify. No, I, yeah. I'm i not sure why they do it. Yeah. Um, I think they just, because it is, I would so say, popular. some of the harder, yeah, and yeah. like harder terrain as well. I think they just want to make sure that you can look after yourself over that sort of time. Yeah. Um, that's the way I look and at it's it like at least. And it's like a pretty cold time of year too yeah it? it can yeah. be like down and then as soon as you're at the top it can get very windy yeah. um and yeah just easy things can happen easily that's yeah for sure. i um no it'd be nice and so you you um you mentioned your other places that you enjoy mm-hmm. i'll get to bright in a second yeah. <laughs> um but you enjoyed um lara pinta yep and hubert races mm-hmm. places where you've uh, hubert as in i uh, the flinders the flinders ranges, ranges. Yeah. So you've done races in those locations mm-hmm. and 
yeah, you're a bit of an outback specialist, yeah. like you were saying before. So yeah. what races so. have you done that are outback? Um, so when I started doing a bit of trail running, I did the Big Red Run in the Simpson Desert out in Queensland. I did that when I was 21, and that's a six-day stage race where we camp out underneath all the sand dunes. Um, and then... That's amazing. And yeah. Yeah. And now... Yeah, unfortunately, they've stopped that one. They've had to. They can't get enough enough entrance to it, which yeah. is pretty disappointing because um, it is such a unique race to Australia. Yeah. But it's I see what, it's understandable. It, it happens with a lot of races, really. They, yeah. They either, they either grow or they die. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, and so you've also got, um, what do you say, for, for, for Flinders Ranges? Yeah, Flinders yeah. Ranges. So that was my first 100 kilometres this year starting at Wilpina Pound. Um, definitely, I would say probably one of my favourite. I had a really good day racing as well, which I yeah. think makes all the difference to how you feel about a place. I feel the same way about that place. Yeah, yeah. it's just, it's hard to mm. be sad and sore mm. when you're running through somewhere so barren mm. and so beautiful. So I just always love doing that kind of thing. I wouldn't call it barren. I, I mean, I, it's just dry. Yeah. Like, yeah, I suppose. It's, it's just a, so open, white, like... Yeah. Yeah, you can just see for ages and not see anything or anyone. I spent about 97 kilometres by myself, um, aside from aid stations and everything, and it was just like one of the best days out I've ever do you, had. Do you, get, do you get lonely in races like that? No. I do. No. I'll be, I'll, I'll be, I'll, I'll yeah. yeah. I got lonely in that race. Yeah. I liked I can, it though. Yeah, I can see it. I do in some races and I find I get lonely when I'm not in the best frame of mind, whereas yeah. with Hubert, I was just had a great day from start to finish that I just could have stayed out there all day. But there are some races. You did literally stay pretty out Pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, blackness to blackness. So yeah. Most people do it 100 k Yeah. But, um, yeah, some races you can just get over it a little bit and just want someone to talk to. But Hubert yeah. wasn't like that oh, for me. Awesome. So I think I was very lucky that was my first 100. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I guess Alice Springs along the Larapinta Trail and the McDonald Ranges is – a place that's hard to explain if you haven't been there. I've never been it's, there. It's just... Do your best. Paint, yeah. is, a, paint is a word picture. <laughs> <laughs> when I first did Lara Pinta, I expected it to be pretty tough, knowing like uh, like Northern Territory is known for the big rock, the big red yeah. rock. So I was expecting a lot of sand and, yeah, rocks. And I got that and a lot more, really. Um not as sandy as what I thought it was going to be, but a lot of red dirt. Really red, isn't it? Really, like, yeah. yeah. And just just constantly hard underfoot. Like you were just concentrating all the time because it's very sharp rocks and yeah. there's not too many flat surfaces. Um, so Yeah, no let up on the, on the not ankles. Really, yeah. yeah, not really. Like, And it's so interesting. You can just run on flats for 10 kilometres through single trail and then all of a sudden you're climbing up this big, great, mountain and you're just on hands and knees and or like scrambling. hands on knees yeah. yeah scrambling and trying to get up but it's still I've been back twice now and I think it goes to show because yeah. it's just so amazing it's just so beautiful um, I've heard I've, I'd love to go I've heard that it's um comparable in a lot of ways to uh, Flinders Ranges yes and, and but um yeah I would say yeah, Flinders is just like on a smaller scale. Yeah. Um. So it is quite in like in terms of weather and that kind of thing. It's pretty similar. Yeah. Alice is obviously a little bit hotter than what it 
or at that time of year than what the Hubert is. Um, I just think I like it because Lara Pinta will only have about one aid station throughout the races. So you're yeah. by yourself a lot or you're with the other runners. And that's when I find I'm the best runner when I'm kind of by myself just ticking along. And that's when I enjoy it the most. So that's good. it's just to see red and there's a lot more trees and greenery than you would expect. Like you're going through bushes and trees. It's quite fascinating. Yeah, right. Um, pardon me. That was just my phone. Um, <laughs> So, yeah, um, uh, so you tell me about Lara Pinta Run. Sorry, mm-hmm. I just got distracted. Yep. Um, yeah, the Lara, the Lara Pinta Run. Yeah. So you did the race. Yes. And so Lara Pinta is a four-day stage race. Huge. So it's 136 kilometres across the four days along the McDonald Ranges. The shortest is 19K and the um, longest day is 45. Yeah. Yes. Wow. So... Yeah, I guess and it's long and yeah. it's just... Yeah, multi, how do you go with... I mean, you've done with Big Red Run. You yeah. Did There's multi-day races, recovering and, pull, and yeah. going the next day. I I quite enjoy it. I find stage races, some people, like ultra runners, like them or they don't consider them like a decent race because you get that rest and everything. But I think it's quite different doing a stage race versus an ultra because you know you have to back it up the next day and making sure your nutrition and hydration and everything is right on the day you're in to be good for the next day takes a lot more thought process. Yeah, so you almost got to, yeah, every day you're always thinking ahead. Yeah, Yeah. pretty much. And you're out there for a long time in that kind of terrain, like the quickest day for the 40-odd Ks I would do is about six and a half hours. So it's not a quick yeah course as such um i just like the idea i'm not a i wouldn't call myself a really speedy runner so i quite enjoy pacing myself to plot along it's and not gassing out so then i can go the next day at the same kind of pace it's well, it's ultra running mm. it's you know you know that's yeah you're not meant to go fast yeah you know, <laughs> you know? and i think that's yeah that's that's a, you're probably a smarter mm. runner in that regard yeah yeah and I think it's funny comparing Lara Pinta to Big Red Run because they're both stage races but completely different. Big Red, you get to camp out with all of the contestants at the end of each night and so you're eating freeze-dried food. You don't shower yeah. like I reckon I probably oh. ended up. Yeah, there's you're literally in the desert for the five nights and I um, reckon I got pretty lazy. I think I only brushed my teeth like twice in that oh. week in the end. <laughs> it's funny. What... I mean, it's fine. <laughs> It's yeah. funny what you actually do when you're in that situation because, you know, I had all my baby wipes ready for the baby wipe showers at the end of each night, but you're just so knackered that I just wanted to crash in the tent and that's what everyone just ended up doing. Whereas Lara Pinta, you go back to your accommodation each night, you get a big feed, you get a big shower. Oh, so it's like glamping. Yeah, basically. So <laughs> yeah. I would say in that aspect, Lara Pinta is probably somewhat easier, yeah. um, but it's all relative when it comes down to it. Yeah, I... um. Yeah, I don't know. Like I couldn't go. I mean, the, the not showering thing I could handle, <laughs> and but the um, I have to brush my teeth. Yeah. And, and well, think, you can. It was just okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm the gross one. It was just no, me. It's, <laughs> it's funny you mentioned that though, because I um, I have this weird. The last two 100k races that mm-hmm. I've done, I've had dental problems after the race, ah. and I think it's got a lot to do with the the copious amounts of sugar that yeah. I yeah, because not just. Um, yeah, to be honest, probably eat too much sugar in races, mm-hmm. and that's Definitely. my problem. And like, um, yeah, I, I last week because I did Hubert the other week. Oh no, Hubert Hyson yep. the other week, and I, afterwards my 
tooth was my one of my teeth was really sore. It was getting mm. sore and sore. And I was like, went to the dentist and I had to have a root canal. Oh, and no so way. And like obviously it was oh, something that was wow. already there as a problem, but it really sets it off. Kind sets of. it off. And and the Hubert, which I did last year, mm-hmm. had a similar problem. And, and like, and I think it is because I do. I'm, I'm a big eater usually in a race, and like, and I don't know what it is. So maybe, yeah, yeah. I had braces, and so maybe it's something yeah. to do with that. But yeah, it was. It sucks. It's, it's become like a, a post 100k <laughs> yeah, tradition, a, and yeah. not a very fun tradition. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> yeah. So um, I think one of the things, and I've seen guys do it in in um races, and I know in the six day race that was on, mm-hmm. people were. I mean, that's six days. But they were brushing their teath quite frequently during because yeah. they were eating a lot. Yeah. They were brushing their teeth a couple of times a day, some of them. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Also fun, I don't know if it's just me, but sometimes I get a lot more saliva in my mouth when I'm running. Yeah. So I don't know. It's I'm not a job. doctor, but I don't know if like the saliva is too much or not enough or something like that. Maybe that plays a part with That's so weird, isn't that it? That kind of thing. If there's yeah. any um dentists out there, yeah. let us know. <laughs> or someone in that field. Yeah, definitely. Um, but no, because I I do think, yeah, you've got to take care of your teeth. I know. Um, I'm always worried that I'm going to do something like to my teeth while I'm running. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what, like, and it's a really weird worry to have. Yeah. Because <laughs> you know? it's like the least, I mean, it's not, I mean, it's not unimportant. I yeah. guess you've got to sort of, th- I try to think, am I going to, I've got a life after this race, mm-hmm. you know, like whatever, because when you're in a big race, yeah. like that's the only thing. Absolutely. And, and then, so it's so all like, I often think, oh, and so when I was starting to get a sore tooth in this other one, I was like, I started thinking, oh, don't tell me, not again. Yeah. Not again. It's the last thing you want to think about. Yeah. But um, no, that's, that's funny. Uh, all my dental <laughs> problems aside, so yeah, you've had a mm. pretty good um, amount of running. Did yeah. you, um, so yeah, like, Lara Pinter, did you, did you say, did, I know you didn't have a perfect, have you been there this twice? Year? This yeah. year? Yeah. So. She was running really well. Yeah. Last year, Lara Pinter was the first race that Blake coached me to. Yeah. So I got on a program with him six weeks prior. So I had done UTA 50 in May and um, it's where I met Blake. And um, I knew I could probably do better. Yeah. And then just as we were talking and we decided that six weeks is obviously going to be better than no training in the lead up to that kind of event. And it's just the sort of structure, like having rest days on proper days and doing a little bit of speed work made a huge difference. And yeah. I went into Lara Pinta and um, was just really consistent. I recovered really well for the next day. And I think just that six weeks lead up of just consistent running made a huge difference. Whereas then this year I had a full year training with Blake and yeah. a lot more of other racing experience. And I shaved off a lot of hours on each day. That's great. But I had a bit of a shocker on a, one of the days this year. So unfortunately I didn't get a full finishing time for this year because I had to DNF the third day. Did you take the wrong turn? I did. Yeah. So it <laughs> kills me sucks. a little bit considering I, know, I did I'm, it the I'm, year before. I'm digging, I'm digging at a wound here. I'm sorry. <laughs> I know. And look, I still, I know how it happened, but I still just can't fathom how it happened. But day three was a 30 kilometre day and we started off, it's called the Ochre Pits and we ran... I think it was about three and a half, four kilometers until we got onto the actual Lara Pinta Trail. Yeah. And I was always running. I was always kind of the front of the second fast pack, if yeah. that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. So there was no one really in front of me. No one was behind me. And I was just kind of watching my feet. And the first uh. blue Lara Pinta arrow I saw, I took it and I went to the right um, because the Lara Pinta 
one whole trail. Yeah. So essentially I ran back towards Alice Springs, um, seven and a half kilometers, oh, wow. <laughs> eight maybe, something like that. Um, I just started getting a funny gut feeling that I was going the wrong way when a runner had actually passed me. So naturally I was going like, the opposite oh, direction. no, going with me. Oh. He took the wrong turn as well. So oh. when he passed, I was like, oh, naturally I must be on the right course then. And I was following the Larapinta trails the whole way. Yeah. And in my brain from last year, I knew there was a little bit of a single trail section for yeah. a while. Um, but yeah, we summited up a big climb. And then I saw the arrow that, that was sending us back to Serpentine Gorge and I knew we weren't going that way. And that's when the alarm bells kind of flagged. Ah. And so I got the map out. Um, unfortunately, yeah, we were about 8Ks off course. Uh, so, so you were this other guy? Yeah, and, myself uh, and um, Martin, yeah. I think it was. Yeah. Maybe. Um, so we ended up running back and I had only packed enough nutrition for a 30 kilometer day, anticipating three and a half to four hours. So by the time we actually got back to the course, we had done 27 or 28 kilometers. Oh, you were way off course. <laughs> so bad. And I'd eaten all my nutrition and stuff and mentally I just wasn't, No. didn't have another 25Ks in me. It was going to no. be like a 50 kilometer day. So he decided to continue on. Granted, we were about two hours behind the sweep as well. Yeah. So I knew I wasn't going to catch him. Um, but he thought he could catch the sweep. Yeah, he wanted to get it done. I just thought it was going to be... A very bad idea for myself to do that so I ended up just walking back four kilometers I then had to hitchhike to the finish line <laughs> because there's wow. no phone reception out there yeah. and to me um, my parents were crewing me and so they were going to be expecting me yeah. at 11 30 if it was you know yeah. half an hour to an hour I think it's a bit different but we were two to two and a half hours behind so it's so they must have known that you'd gone the, gone wrong no oh. I got back oh. um, I got oh, a so lift pretty come quickly. Back early. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I probably got back when I was due to come in. Yeah. And there's no trackers with Lara Pintus, so they wouldn't have, like the race people wouldn't have known where we were anyway. Um, so our plan was either he would catch the uh, sweep first and they could radio it in, or I would get to the finish line first to say what had happened. Yeah. Um, but I knew they'd work it out because my friend Rowan, I was leading that day and I knew Rowan was behind me and so I knew that Rowan would get to the water point first and be told she was first female. So yeah. I knew someone was going to flag uh, that yeah. something was wrong. So it's uh, a bit disappointing, but I wanted sucks. to save my legs and line up for the last day. Oh, you did? Oh, yeah, yeah, so I lined up for 45 and that. So it's to me it's funny now and I was leading the entire race prior to that. I'd uh, won the first two stages. So you were in a good place too. <laughs> yeah, and so now... It killed me a little bit on that third day, but I just remembered I don't really race for placing or anything like that, and I just love being Except out there. It's so. nice to be at the front. Sometimes. It is, and you that know, was the first time. There's nothing wrong with enjoying that. Yeah, feeling, and because that was the first, well, this whole year's kind of been like that in those smaller kind of races, and so I think I probably just got ahead of myself a little bit too much as well. Yeah, that's that's disappointing. Yeah, um, I just find it funny now. Two, so classic. Two word question. Yeah. Unfinished business. I don't think so. You don't really feel like you don't have a burning desire to Not go back? Not really. I've done it? it twice. I mean, as soon as I finished Lara Pinta last year, I was at the finish line and said I want to do it again next year. And I did. And this year I just think it's a lot of effort to get up there um, and a lot yeah, of money and everything goes expensive. into it. I've done it twice. 
there's a lot of other races on at that time of year as well that yes. I think I'm pretty keen to dabble in exactly. these days. Yeah, and fair enough. Mm. And look, I guess, yeah. Mind you, I change my mind very last minute all the time, so it might be August 1st and I probably sign myself up for it again. Yeah, don't <laughs> worry. I've said it. Uh, I'm, the the Heisen, for example. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I have sworn I'm never going to do that race ever again. Yeah. And I, I've lined up for that race four times now. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny how <laughs> and, things happen. You know, and, uh, you know, and actually, all things considered, for my high this year, I actually enjoyed it. You know, like yeah, I actually good. thought, I didn't, I didn't finish it going, I'm never doing that again. I actually yeah. think I probably will do it again now because yeah. I, I liked it so much. Yeah. A lot more. And that's me with Lara Pinter. Yeah. Like, I'm still on a high. I still love it. I don't want to wear the novelty mm. off too much. When I spoke with um, Beck Butler, Mm. Uh, a few months ago, she talked about her crazy race experiences yeah. running over. She's done these 200-mile yeah. races in the States. Yeah, she's amazing. And one of her attitude towards is really interesting is like she's always – I can't really quote her, but to paraphrase, she's like basically she just wants to be in it for as long as possible. Yeah. She, and, you know, and so it's not even about racing. Yeah, Although absolutely. she has the ability to race quite well, mm-hmm. she's more interested in just actually – enjoying the experience yeah and and i guess we do all get locked into like you know i call it the strava effect you know Mm. just getting that crown getting that yeah okay running faster (laughs) and i guess it's a human desire to go faster yeah but sometimes especially when you're running in these spectacular locations yeah you gotta stop and smell the roses definitely so to speak i mean if there's roses in the outback (laughs) but uh (laughs) Dirt desert peas. Stirt, stop, we'll call it that. Stop and smell the dirt <laughs> desert peas. Yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> yeah. Yep. No, that's good. So, um, after you, um, all right, that. Mm. So we've talked about your, your few of your favorite yeah. outback runs. I yeah, guess you've got to you've got to go and do um, what's it called? The um, isn't it? There's one that races around the, around Uluru, or it's like the a, marath- just a marathon. Yeah, there's also called the track, which is oh. I think it's about 500 kilometers. I think it's something. 500 kilometers? Yeah. So I think it's something like like the 200 mile kind of races. I yeah, feel so like, oh gosh, maybe. I've got myself in here now. But I think it's like Darwin to Alice or something like that. Wow. Um, it's very small. I only came across it a couple of months ago now. But it's like the, um, it's like the four deserts. You have to carry all your stuff. Yeah. All that kind of thing. So, is it a stage race or is it continuous? Um, I, th- oh, I think it's stage. I think it's very similar to Four Deserts. Yeah. I, to be frank, I don't even know if it's an actual race or if people yeah. just enter it and go and do it. But I like the idea of constant running, basically, like yeah. day after day, rather than having it finished in either six hours or 12 hours. Like I like to – I think I like the stage racing because I get to do it for six, like – However many right. days in a row, and, just because yeah, I love running. And be in it. Yeah. yeah like, it's, it is. Yep. Yeah. Ah. So, you yeah, might be built I think, for that more. Like, yeah, I mean, maybe. You're, you're getting you're faster over a lot yeah. of distances, but yeah. I find I don't enjoy running as much when I'm looking at my watch and, like, trying to get a quicker time or pace or anything. So, I think that's why I'm a bit more preferable to the stage racing or the 100-kilometer stuff because that doesn't really matter in the long-distance races. So, yeah, I don't know. I'm still learning it all myself as well yeah. and where my little niche is, but I like to be out there it's for about, as long as possible. Yeah, it's about what you like as a person as mm. well. It's not, I mean, you're, who you are as a person is not detached from you, who you are as a runner. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, that's, 
that sounds amazing. Mm, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You've, you've, you've planted the seed now and, <laughs> and it's going to be on, uh, the whole internet's going to yeah, hear it. Yeah, <laughs> it's funny. Before I did Big Red Run, I hadn't even run a marathon. Yeah. And, um, wow. I th- oh, no, I hadn't even run an ultra, sorry. Yeah. Because um, I was looking at doing the uh, marathon around Uluru. Yeah. And then it just came up as like a little pop-up thing for Big Red Run. And uh, I saw it and I said, I want to do that next year. And so like eight months later, I did Big Red Run. And um, pretty much as soon as I make my decision on something that I want to do, I do it. So that's that's very cool. Stitch myself up sometimes that way as well. But it always works out for the best. You haven't really lived life if you don't make (laughs) mistakes. You've got to make mistakes. Not at all. I um. So speaking of decisions, you've recently made a big decision. Yes. And um, so you're um, you've you've you know you've been here in Adelaide for a while, loving the Adelaide trails, mm-hmm. but and you go and visit these great places. Yeah. But you decided to do more than visit somewhere. Yes. Where are you going? I'm packing my bags and I'm moving up to Bright in the Victorian Alps. Four weeks today. Four weeks. Yes. Up to Bright. Yep. Very They're exciting. One of the most beautiful towns in Australia. Mm-hmm. If you haven't been, you need to go. And you'll understand why, that's for sure. So, yeah, a bit of a change. Yeah. Kind of a... I've been thinking about it for about most of the year, um, but it's only really come to a head in the last six to eight weeks when everything sort of worked well together and decided to, yeah, I was going to go in January and then I was like, why don't I go earlier? And so I am. So exciting. Mm. Four weeks. So you're only just before Christmas. Yes, but the deal was with my parents that I can leave earlier if I come home for Christmas. So I'm going uh, for two weeks. I'll, I'll be home back. for Christmas, and then I'm like back Gee, officially. You're, you're a good daughter. Yeah, <laughs> yeah uh, it's like I like driving. Yeah. Oh, cool. And you've yeah. got, you got your van. You got I a, have a van. Yeah. And you can live in the van on the way. I'm not. No, I won't be. That was the plan. But yeah. luckily, one of my friends in Bright, Joe, um, conveniently has a spare room. Oh, cool. In his house, and so yeah. Worst case, I was going to live out of my van, Lola. But um, yeah, it's worked out. I've got a room, so I'm going to take that. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, she's going to come with me though, because oh, you'd, you'd be able to utilize her. Yeah, up there. everything's yeah. so close. Um, to me, close like Kosciuszko's hmm. four hours away, that kind of thing. So it's perfect van kind of driving. Time. Go away for so, a couple of days here and there. Yeah, and yeah. that's the plan, and that's what I want to do is more of like a lifestyle choice rather than like work and that kind of thing so i think while i can do it and while i've got the support with everybody might as well and you're um that's so good you're gonna get so just become a a, a hill a mountain running junkie <laughs> i hope so yeah that's the plan just I get have, your foot better and you'll be pretty yeah. much i am worried because the when i can go back to running is the week i actually move to bright so yeah. i think the first couple of weeks in bright's going to be very hard to well, re- build back into the it. rebuild process is going <laughs> to yeah be a steep learning curve yeah so go it will definitely up. test patience yeah. and all of that so and you might get the, the you might get the all clear to just run flats for a while yes and you'll just be running in and around the town, or even Pretty like much. just up and down the main streets. Yeah, basically they're the only flat parts. Of Pretty much, at least <laughs> at least I'll be looking at the mountains, so it's a yeah. little bit oh, different to it, here. <laughs> it's so nice there. Even yeah. even running up and around the, the suburbs is beautiful. Yeah, you, know? yeah. you can do the best road run of your life around that area. Definitely, I think mm. those people. I've always looked at them and thought that looks like the life, and so I was like, let's make it my life as well then. And um, is there so like um. 
don't know if you want to reveal it, but the, part of the reason why yes. you want to go to Bright yeah. is obviously to, to do a lot of running and yep. exploring, mm-hmm. but there's a race, there's a little race there. There is, it's a little race. <laughs> I've entered myself into the Buffalo race, which takes place in April. There's, I think, four races that happen at Buffalo across three days, yep. and you can do them all as a Grand Slam which is what I've entered myself into, the yeah, Buffalo Grand crazy. Slam. <laughs> I think it's only three for the Grand Slam. Yeah, because they, they do. There's a 10K as well. Yeah, so they've changed it. So the Grand Slam is now the 10 kilometres, the marathon and the 75, whereas it used oh. to be 20 mara and 75. So That's pretty, too brutal. I've just, yeah, <laughs> apparently. At first I was pretty disappointed that they dropped yeah. it to the 10K instead of the 20, but like, I feel like hindsight's going to be mm. a really good thing when I'm there on race day. I'll be glad yeah. I haven't done that extra 10K. <laughs> yeah, uh, look, it's... um. You know, mm. A lot of respect. Like last year, when or this year, when I did it in yes. April, it was um, I did the seventy five. <laughs> Hope I don't get that weather. <laughs> we, yeah, we had some nice weather. Yeah, it was crazy because it was beautiful the day before. Yeah, like, it was actually like I would say borderline too hot. It was, yeah, okay. I, it was in the high twenties. Yeah, and I and by the afternoon I was walking around. And I was, I was sweating. And yeah. Like, I hope it's not like this. And then it wasn't. It like wasn't. That. <laughs> it <laughs> you got, got your hope. <laughs> yeah, and um. But uh, the um, yeah, the so race is how interesting. It's gonna be yeah, yeah a lot of mileage, a lot of climbing. pretty much because I was already looking at potentially moving away for a few months or doing like a one to two month road trip and just running and that kind of thing. I was going to move down to Halls Gap and do a bit through there, but then I thought if I'm going to move there, but I'm racing in Bright, why don't I just move to Bright and then yeah. I can actually train on the trails. I have a very good friendship base in like the Bright Albury kind of area. Yeah. So I know I'll be very supported over there. And um, it just all worked really well, basically. And you really, it's, oh, it's, that's great. And you're like, mm. you're done, you're like three or four hours from Melbourne. Yep. You, you know, if you want to go for a trip down there. Exactly. And, um, yeah. It's 10 hours to home through Bright. So I know for some people it's probably a long drive, but I do it quite often these days. Yeah, and 10 hours goes very quick for me. Yeah. And you're, um, yeah. So it's like, yeah, you, you live in the dream. Like when yeah. we when we were there, we were, I went, walked yeah. past all the real estate agents. Yep. <laughs> like, oh, I wonder how much a house is. Oh, look at all those zeros. Yeah. Too many zeros. Yeah, so, definitely. Uh, you know, to buy a house there, mm. that's the dream. We sound like we work for like the tourism board. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I sometimes Victoria. think like, yeah. yeah, South Australia or Australia yeah. or someone should hire me because I could yeah. just talk good things all day about exactly. everywhere. Oh, look, and look, don't get me wrong. I think we, we are, and I say it, Really, every yeah. t- every podcast, we are absolutely spoiled for choice here yes. in Adelaide. I mean, you we're you we live in the northeast, mm-hmm. and we've got I've got you got Anstey's Hill, which yeah. is only a few minutes away. Black Hill, only a few minutes the other direction. Yeah, and you've got the Torrens in between, where absolutely. it's beautiful to run. So everything's two like, k from my front door. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's so good. Yeah, like I'm 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 the same. My front door, I'm I'm one point seven kilometers from the start of the Eurabilla yeah. Trail. Yeah. And I'm, I'm, I, think, I think to get to the nearest trail of any kind, I'm, I'm about 1.4 yeah. And so it's, it's Yeah, we're very lucky. It's so lucky. And, and then I can jump in my car and I'm in the city in 15 minutes. <laughs> yeah, you know? exactly. Like, and so, you know, as much as like the Blue Mountains are beautiful and like mm-hmm. where everyone you know, goes to UTA. Yeah. You, and it's not Sydney. It's the Blue Mountains. Yeah. It's, like, it's hours from Sydney. Exactly. And, so, and that's why I've never really had the urge to leave Adelaide. I yeah. know some people pretty funny about how Adelaide is but I've always loved it here yeah. I've always lived here lived at home and now is the first time that I've ever felt like I wanted to actually go explore another place because yeah. we are always just 
have everything we need. Yeah, and you look, you go explore it, and then you'll come mm. back and you'll appreciate this yeah, place even more. Exactly, you know? so and, true. And, and well, everyone comes back to Adelaide. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm the only person I know who's not from Adelaide. Oh really? Yeah, I'm not from here, but you know, I'm I'm from the east coast. Okay. But I, yeah, I love it here. Yeah. 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 Uh, this yeah. is this is where like my kids will grow up now, and they're like, like my three kids, and they they love it mm-hmm. it's home, and so yeah, it's a great place to yeah. raise a family. If you're not from Adelaide, move to Adelaide. <laughs> no, actually, don't move to Adelaide. Yeah, true. <laughs> we, we want Leave it, all, it for us. All for ourselves. <laughs> I, want the, I like being out on the trails when there's yeah. no, when there's no one out. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I think I get that. Um, you get it more on like Black Hill than probably most of the others because it's mm-hmm. probably Black Hill's the most un. Um, what's the the trails are still a bit messy, like, yeah, and which I untouched. like, yeah, untouched, yeah. Whereas Anstey's Hill has become very, yes, been very groomed, popular. Yeah. yeah, very popular. I know when I'm out like on Black Hill and I see someone else running, I'm surprised. I'm yeah. like, why is somebody else here? Yeah, it is weird, but um, and it's funny because you go, like, you know how like, on Strava, mm-hmm. you'll you look on, you know, like the a segment, and it might say, you know, the all time, you know, you're number seven yeah. all time, and then. Better say for this year. Yeah. <coughs> oh man. Um. Or then today. Yeah. And then I'll go through it like nine in the morning, and there'll be like three other people yeah. have already been through, and I'm like, where? Where were yeah. those people? <laughs> yeah, I like that too. Or yeah. then you see one of your friends that have been on Strava, and they've literally yeah. run like almost the same route, and you're like, yeah. how did we not cross paths? Like yeah. we we're out there the same time. It, it is bizarre. Um, the Strava is um big part of running and particularly i think for trail runners because mm. of the various you can create it is a, i mean it's got a lot of pros and cons yeah but i spend so much of my life talking about strava <laughs> with 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 people that i, I coach and okay. stuff yeah i mean good and bad yeah but like i don't know if you ever i mean i see your name up there in the <laughs> the top quite a yeah. lot and I, I i often think about like um you know is it a, a good thing mm. in terms of training. Like I do worry that because people, I, I, I guess I, I call it the Strava effect. Yeah. You're always chasing those crowns and you can chase yourself into injuries. Yeah. Yeah. I think for me, I I don't know where half of the segments are. Like I just go out, I plan my long run in advance and it's genuinely a surprise when I come away from a run with a crown. Um, it's good. So, yeah, I mean, some days... On the trails that I run a lot, I kind of know where they are, but I'm not going to really sacrifice one of my easy runs or something to try and snag a crown. So if they happen, I don't know. I'm pretty yeah. stoked. It is nice to yeah. see. but um, It's a weird thing, I, I think. Um, I try and tell people a lot that they've got to try and ignore Strava. Mm. It's particularly ignore the... The, the competitiveness. Yeah. But I think it's been a really good motivator generally. Yeah. You know, running has just gone crazy in the last few years. Yeah, and, and I like looking at the same courses that I did this time last year and, and looking at the runs. progression, yeah, yeah, or when you can go into the segments. Like I'll look at, you know, five weeks ago I did that certain segment like two minutes quicker or slower and like you can click onto it and see – how you felt that day and yeah. I always like I'm like oh I remember I felt pretty crap that day and so it goes to show why I was running better in this point today so I've always just used it I guess as a training tool and to see the progress and improvement yeah it's funny yeah you've got the segments that you run like a lot yeah or runs that you do a lot and you'll have like a little graph and there'll be little yeah dots. it's awesome and 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 quite often you'll look back and go gee I did it fast back then yeah and then you go oh that's because it was a week before this big race yeah you know and like all 
and so I was in good yeah. shape. And it's just, it, it's really interesting. It is interesting. Yeah. I, I think it is. Um, Depends how you use it, it can that's be, for sure. It can be a little bit dangerous. I know in the cycling world, it gets very, very competitive. Mm-hmm. And if you want to have an interesting read, um, reading some of the, the, um, the comments on people's runs on Strava, yeah. like the, the, um, there's a really controversial run, the, the, the time up, the fastest time up Mount Lofty. Okay, yeah. Some guy did running. it. Running. Running. Yeah. Going up from from cafe to cafe, or whatever yeah. it's called. The, I don't know what the seg- actual segment's called. Mm. But the, some guy did it very quickly, yeah. apparently. And um, almost unbelievably quick. Okay. And so, and um, then, are you familiar with um, the, the Durian rider? Yeah, yeah. Harley. Yeah. Uh, a bit of a controversial yeah. character. So he was on there. And he questioned this, the validity of this guy's yeah, okay. run. And there's like 50 comments. And this thing, it happened a couple of years ago, but people are still commenting on it. Yeah, And it's just wow. been this, this thread that's been going for ages. <laughs> like, yeah. it gets really aggressive. Yeah. It's, it's, and, which I think Did he steal it off like, of Harley? I think Harley's Pro- up there. Yeah. Up, right up there. And yeah. I think he doesn't like to be beaten. Yeah. I mean, this guy... Apparently did it inside a long run, and so he's questioning whether he it was whether it was doctored. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I I always find that stuff interesting. I don't get into it myself, yeah. but it is always the question. It's like just a fairness thing, I think. Like, why do you need to lie? <laughs> yeah. You want to get better, you exactly. train harder. I look, and sometimes I've I've had my glitch on a yeah, segment, true. and it said that I did this segment in like like a segment a one k segment. It said I did it in three minutes. Yeah. And I'm like I. No, I didn't. Yeah. And I'll delete it. Yeah. And it, it, now it annoys yeah, me. Yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll quite often just delete my whole run if I have to. Yeah, and, all right. And so... The bikes annoy me, though. Like, I do get when... When, they, when they've registered as a run. Yeah. Yeah, that annoys yeah. me. <laughs> yeah. It's like, yeah, they do like a a, five, a 600 metre segment and it's only taken them a minute. Yeah, you know? exactly. I'm yeah. just like, that's not right. And you're like sitting second. Yeah. And I'm like, I deserve that one, but... You get that dreaded, that, yeah. little, that little email notification yeah. that says, uh-oh, someone. I know. I'm getting them all now while I'm not running. And I'm like, yeah. this is making me want to run more. Yeah, it's motivation. My, yeah. My, my, the only segments that I ever had as crowns were around Black Hill. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, those two funk the boys. The funk brothers. They come out and take them. Yeah. And I had one. Uh, there was a really tough segment that I, look, I do it. I chase them. I have chased them. Yeah. I don't do it as much these days. But there's one really rocky segment that comes down the front of Black Hill. Mm-hmm. But um, it's very difficult to run down fast. Yeah. And so I I got the, the segment going down there, had the crown. I was like, I absolutely threw myself down this yeah. hill. Like swinging off trees and I was like an animal. <laughs> I thought, there's, and I, I got the crown. And I thought, there's no way yeah. anyone's going to get this. Which one took it? And then three weeks later, <laughs> um, Kieran. Yeah. Got it, and um, he didn't just beat it by like I, I when I finished that segment, I thought I can't run that any faster. Yeah. If I go any faster, I'll die. And then he didn't just beat it; he beat it by like Makes well it. over a minute. <laughs> and, yeah. Um, and I was like, I'm done. And, but since then, he, he's actually been beaten. So I'm down. Okay. I'm down in like third or fourth place. <laughs> Taking now. order, yeah. So I give up. I'm, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, fair enough. But yeah, it's interesting. Yeah. yeah. But um. But no. So um. Yeah, so you've um going back to your whole interesting mm. career of running and life yeah. and moving to Bright, mm. and so and so you're walking away from a a pretty sweet job. 
Yes, and, and so I am. Yeah. Where do you work at the running company? I work at the running company on Unley Road in Adelaide. Yes, yeah. I've been there. Oh, it's going to be nearly two years. I started February last year, um, and I've loved it. And that's why this decision has been a big one because yeah. it's a very good job. But yeah. um, yeah. Got to change things up sometimes. Leaving on good terms. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, they're very supportive of me there and they've had a big impact with my running career as well. I, I was going to say, you would have, did you learn, learn much from yes, them? Yes, as soon yeah. as I started, there's so much to know about feet and body mechanics and shoe styles and everything and just having the chance to try and test a lot of other stuff as well to find out what's going to work best for me has, I think, really improved our... Uh, my running style and form and just knowing what I like and what I want when I'm running. Yeah. Mm. Um, no, they're very, they're such um, nice guys there. Yeah. And I, I know I've had a, a few um, little dealings with um, Reese. Reese, yeah. And, and, um, and also Chicken. Chicken. I'm terrible mm-hmm. with names. Yeah. Yeah. And um, Chicken's just, not his real name, by the way. Chicken, but yeah, terrible parents. <laughs> you want to know why he's called Chicken? Have a look at his legs. Ah, that's like why. That. Yeah. yeah. But um, they, um, yeah, they've just always been so like mm. respectful. Um, when I'm trying to trying to grow my um, the coaching business, yeah, they're like encouraging me to bring in, you know, leaflets or whatever. Yeah, or exactly. Business cards, and they're just I really like that aspect, and they actually know what they're talking about. And I guess <laughs> they've got like um, the treadmills in there, mm-hmm. and I, I think that's re- really cool. Like, yeah. So, so what we do is a digital gait analysis. So we get each customer running barefoot on the treadmill as well as with the current sneaker that they're using. So we can have a look at the two functions. And like for some people, they'll come in injured. And if the shoe's, you know, just awful for them, it's a easy way to see and get them in something that's going to work. But ultimately, it's the best function as well as the most comfortable shoe on the foot because if your yeah. shoe's not comfy, you don't want to run. Exactly. Um. Uh, tell me about it. Mm. Is it? Um, it's funny. Uh, just two things. I just thought of something. Yep. My um. Whenever I get on those treadmills, and they yep. go, and I've, I've I've been on the treadmill there a few times, and they say, yep. "Let's run normal." Yep. <laughs> I, I feel like I'm running like I've got something wrong with me. Yeah. <laughs> because I just as soon as someone says run normal, I don't run normal. Yeah. Okay. And, you know. Yeah. I don't know. If, it's like I get staged, right? Yeah. <laughs> it is yeah. funny. A lot of people do get worried. And it's like, yeah. no, literally, yeah, like, just, just run. Yeah, I know. <laughs> We've seen all kinds of styles you can imagine, like nothing. Yeah, it's it's funny. It's a, it's a really great idea. And I mm. think it does, Um, no, it's good. But, like, I'm big on comfort. Like, this, yes. I, I um, probably one of the only people, like, I ran Hyson in road shoes. Yeah. The Hyson. Okay. Because yeah. the majority of the race is road yeah, well, not bitumen, but it's like not technical. It's kind not, of. not that. Te- there's not many sections yeah. where it was even required. But I picked them because they had big roomy toe box. Yeah, and I um they're just a pair of Brooks and and they're lightweight, very breathable. Yeah, and just had heaps of room. My feet weren't even a factor. Not a single mm. blister. Yeah, no, I, I wasn't. I did at no point did I go even think about my feet, which yeah, is good. There's that's one... what you want in a shoe. And, yeah. and that's what I have these days as well. Like it's yeah. taken me a few trials to get there, but yeah. I think people just naturally expect their feet to hurt yeah. after X hours of running. But if your shoe and sock combo and everything size is right, you really should not be having too many problems. No, exactly. No, that's yeah. cool. Oh, that's interesting. So like in the future, when you come back, mm-hmm. will they hold a place for you? I hope so. Yeah. Hold <laughs> I would a place like to think they guys. will. Yeah. If I come back. Yeah. But um yeah, exactly. no, we're all very good there and we have uh yeah. 
nine stores nationwide now as well so there's always generally a spot for us somewhere yeah. if we want it so oh. it's just a big running family really at the running company go the running fa- running company it should yes. be sure the running family now yeah not, 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 not the running company yeah no, no. that's great um i know good guys good shop mm-hmm. and um yeah, and so they hooked you up with some nice shoes? <laughs> <laughs> Not all the time. Like, yeah. I have been lucky enough to have some brands give me a few shoes. They come from the reps themselves. Oh, um, cool. But I still have to pay out yeah. of my own pocket for what? a lot of things. Got to pay money. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I can't believe <laughs> it's it. But it's almost a, a bad thing working there, really, because I yeah. bring a new pair of shoes home, like, once a fortnight, yeah, really. You, as, yeah. What's your... Um, what's your Favorite, what shoes are you running in now? That's a tough or question. Obviously, not running in anything yeah. now. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, for road, I do do some road running. Yeah. I'm quite preferable to Saucony. I like the Kinvara. Um, so it's a lightweight yeah. tracer. Nice. It's not a heavy training shoe. Um, trails, I kind of pick and choose depending on what sort of the terrain um, I'm running is. I like the current Hocker Torrent. That's really good with grip. Yeah. Cushions there, but it's not too crazy. Um, a lot of the Hockers are real. Yeah, be... so the Torrent is the first one that's not like a huge maximal cushioning shoe with the Rocker Sole. Yeah. So it's more of your traditional runner. Um, I've always loved the Nike Terra Kyger as well, um, which is, again, pretty minimal, not too much cushioning. So there, but I don't really have a favorite. I'm dabbling in the Outras at the moment as well, which are the Wide Toe Box Zero Drop Shoes. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I don't really have too many feet issues or once you find a shoe that you like yeah i think it's good to try and stick to it and um, yeah until they change it i always tell my customers yeah don't fix what isn't broke like you don't have to change it exactly Mm. yeah but i mean i do think i do feel bad for a lot of people who start out running yeah and they go i've got to get the best best expensive trail shoes and and i often say like just you know if you're just starting out don't just spend a fortune on shoes that you that you might not how often do you see Mm. people trying to resell shoes because I was yeah. not right off my feet. And I think, you know, yeah, and I think... 200, $300 shoes. Yeah, yeah, which I think, and I know obviously I'm biased, but I do get a bit frustrated sometimes when people don't want to pay $200 recommended yeah. retail price for what we have, buy all the cheap shoes, and then I do see them selling it again. It's like you would have saved so much time, money, and yeah, effort absolutely. if you just paid full price to start with. Um, and also my other pet peeve is people reading... Um, Reviews? reviews? Yeah. Oh my god! Like just because one shoe works for someone does not mean it's going to work for the other person, and exactly. that's a surefire way no you're going to get. The same. Yep. Yeah, it's just potential and for injury and just not a good time. Yeah, absolutely. No, I think it's definitely it comes down to your own fit. Yeah. Yeah, I'm. Um, yeah, shoes are shoes are important. Like without you and your feet, you got to you do have to take care of your feet. Yeah. You know, like I I've, I've been running in this sport like virtually non-stop mm. and getting longer distances since I was well, since I was nine years old. Wow. Like I, from cross country, like to track and field, to yep. half marathons. Like I haven't had much of a break at all in any of my mm. running. And I've been really fortunate not to not to have any major yeah. injuries. A few Touch rolled ankles wood. here and there. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm, I've been, so I've been going for 30 years and, it is, wow. and my, yeah. my feet, my feet are like in good nick. Yeah. So I've always, because we've always, yeah, we, I remember my dad, the very first pair of running shoes I ever owned were a pair of Nike Air, yeah. Nike Airs, yeah. and they were, um, I was like, yeah, I was like 12 years old, proper running shoes. Mm-hmm. Before that, I think I was just running in my school shoes or whatever, yep. <laughs> and um, 
But I remember yeah, the Nike Airs, and I mean, you can get them now on the yeah. retro. Yeah. I bought them when they were not retro. Yeah, they were the legit things. <laughs> yeah, they were, they were, yeah, and they, had the little, they got the little window, the little bubble. Yeah. And it's so, so cool. And I remember thinking I was pretty pretty awesome running yeah. those. Yeah. <laughs> Man, yeah. I would cringe so hard if someone came in with those these days. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. Great. No, you see people come in with like running in their Converse or their Dunlops and like the yeah. Nike Metcons, which is like the CrossFit weightlifting shoe. Yeah. Just blows my mind that some people... Really? Yeah, yeah. think that's to no. run in. <laughs> There's a lot of... um. I think... Like um, you look at the barefoot running craze yes. has got a lot to answer for, yep. you know, because people just think, oh, yeah, I'm going to do that. I'm yeah. Gonna go and it's funny one. And it's the same with like the hocker cushioning. It really does come down to each, like for each person. I've always preferred a bit more of a minimal shoe. Um, took me time to work into that, but um, they're not, it's not for everybody. Yeah. That's for sure. I, I wore a, I wore a, um, a zero drop um, yep. Brook, um, a oh, pair oh. of Brooks um, yep. and the Hubert. Um, yeah, sweet. that was and that was the first, the longest race, the longest yeah. in, in, a, in a shoe like that. Yeah, and did I you feel it or I got my feet got a little bit sore towards the end, like because yeah. there was not a lot of cushioning on it. Yeah. it was pretty, 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 pretty bare. And um, overall, it was it was all right because it was mm-hmm. very light, a very light yeah. shoe. But yeah, my feet was quite tight, sore yes. at the bottom. Like, yeah, because you use all bit, those. Yeah, and a bit, I felt, muscles. they felt battered, even though yeah. they were trail shoes. They, yeah. I felt my feet were, were more battered. Yeah. Yeah. Just because there's not that extra layer yeah, of padding cushion. and cushion, basically. Yeah. But overall, like, no blisters and stuff. I, I mean, usually the blisters are only a major factor when it gets, for me, when it gets wet, you know. Yeah, and, okay. But, I, but, you know, yeah, even socks these days, you can spend a fortune on socks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, no, it's awesome. So um, I think we've we've covered a lot of good ground. Yeah. And I think um, I'm gonna tr- try do if the last little bit of my sure. thing that you know what I, I usually do. Yes, I and think I do the yeah. questions. Yeah, last week I I, oh, I haven't thought about these. Okay, good, don't think about them. <laughs> well, last week I had misplaced my um my this diary that I've mm-hmm. got right here in front of you, and it's got all my questions. Okay, and I um. I'm terrible at remembering things. Where did I write the questions down? Just listening to the sound, just to prove that there's a real diary. Yeah. The diary that I um, had lost. I can see it. It is here. Yeah, I'll just to all the listeners out. See, this is my just random note. Yeah. Um, well, here we go. Where is it? Yes, here we go. Okay. okay. So we call this the fast five. All right. Okay. So basically, five questions. Mm-hmm. Don't think too much. Question. Question one. What is your favourite running film or documentary? Ooh, um, I actually really like, I think it counts. Um, is it the Unbroken, the war movie that Angelina Jolie directed? Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's a running section in that. It's the guy, um, what's his name? He's a real, he's a, a, a legit yeah, okay. runner. Yeah, okay. Oh, is he? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Um, I don't, yeah, I like that one. It's a good one. Yeah. There's also... I don't know, it's a bit of a like girly drama, but the four minute mile. No, it's I like seen it's that a one. drama. It's just about this kid from like the Bronx or some poverty stricken place. That's all right. Trying to yeah, break the four minute mile and like someone Is it a girl? No, a guy. Yeah. yeah. And like not to give it away, but like yeah. someone dies and like it's just a a movie. <laughs> it's not it's not a drama if someone doesn't die. Yeah, true. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I like those two. That's yeah. cool. No, they're good. they I've never had that. Those answers. There so you go. I, I like to be against I, the yeah, grain. Yeah, it's good. I've um, 
I've had a lot of, I've thought a lot about these questions because mm-hmm. no one's ever asked me these questions. Okay. So it's all right. <laughs> True. No, that's all right. Yeah. <laughs> um, so question two, what is your dream race? Oh. You've done it. You, you I'm going to, yeah. Just one race. I'm not sure I want to throw this out there, but bad water. Oh, yeah. Really takes my fancy. Have you seen that documentary? There's been a few I documentaries. Have. I've yeah. seen a few docos. Yeah. yeah. It just. It just seems unfathomable to me, so that's why I want to do it. The heat. Yeah, heat, road. It's very road. Yeah, Yeah. there's more climbing. One of a bloke up in uh, Queensland has done it, though. So, And he's, I think Sam was like 26, something like that. So I like the idea of doing races I might not be able to finish. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. Fear of failure is is a good motivator. That, definitely. Good on you. No, I, um, I, my, my wife... I think she said she'd leave me if I did that. If I tried to do that one. So, yeah. That's true. Yeah, just the, I'm not, the, the nightmare that it would yeah, be. Yeah, I'm not sure my parents would want to crew that one for me, so I might they, have to find someone else. They've recently changed parts of it. The way it's, ah. it, it, it starts in the evening now. It, oh, it never it, used to? No, it used to start early in the morning. Ah, so okay. you run through the Makes day. Makes a huge to, difference. And so the then. first night, yeah. You know, the first, I mean, you do end up running through the day, yeah. but you do start in the night time. Yeah, and yeah. it's a bit cooler and you're a bit yeah. more with it. But um, yeah, they're trying to make it safer. But safety's it's still safety's overrated. Yeah, sometimes <laughs> less safe. <laughs> um, so question three. Mm-hmm. So your favorite post-race treat? Doesn't, uh, doesn't have to be food. Can be something that's a, true. A, a treat. But I do love a pizza and beer. Yeah, all right. Pizza is always my go-to. All those and you can put anything on towels. it. Like yeah, yeah exactly. Homemade it's so pizza. versatile. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, we had pizza last week. Ah, uh, perfect. Um, question four. Mm-hmm. I think I know the answer to this, but I'll ask it anyway. <laughs> Roads or trails? Trails. Yeah. Even though you work in a shop that sells my... Oh, no. We do trail shoes. Trail shoes. We do mostly road runners. Yeah. And since being on a program, I have started to enjoy the road running more. But if I had a pick of the two, it's trails. See the benefit of road running? Absolutely. There's a lot yep. of benefit in road running. So much. And it's yeah. not as bad as everyone thinks. No, it's not. <laughs> That's right. Question five. The last one. Just complete this sentence. Running gives me the power to be myself. Oh, good answer. <laughs> that is the correct answer. Yeah. Because there is no incorrect answer. Yes. So that's excellent. Definitely. No, well done, Emma. It's been really nice talking to you. Yeah, you too, Dan. And um, I'll share this with the planet and, and, and <laughs> people, the people on the internet can, yep. can listen to it and, and pass their kind judgment. Yes. <laughs> I'm open to everything. I so, have a thick skin, yeah. I think. So we'll, um, we'll have to get you... Track you down again between yeah. when, you, when you come back from Bright, hopefully. Yeah. Or you got to come, come, come to Bright. Yeah. I have toyed with the idea of um, going back over for Buffalo hmm. again. But there's um, a lot of other races like at different times. Razorback yeah. is in March, and that's in Harrietville, which is basically Bright, and Bright. I love that one. Yeah. Great race. So we'll yeah definitely go back over that way. Yeah. And um, look, if I won the lottery. Yes. But tomorrow, yeah, I would go and buy a house there. Yeah, definitely. I'd be there. Yeah, you just need a van. I just get need a van, a, a fairly big van to put the <laughs> Three kids. put the, the whole truck. Yeah, in. maybe an RV. Like. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> big truck. Alrighty, I'll I'll see you next time. We'll see you then. Bye bye. you enjoyed my chat with Emma I certainly did and guys don't forget to uh, like subscribe and share this podcast with your friends it really helps me out 
All right, until next week, I'll see you next time on the Trail Runners Experience.